You idiots ready? Hello and welcome to this. I've lost track of what episode it is. I'm not even going to bother trying to guess. I think it's 32 maybe, 33. Episode of the second season of the Ian Prendercast, another sports podcast. The band is all back together. Timbo has returned from fucking wherever you were, Bali? Thailand. Thailand, excellent. So Tim Davis is here. Tim, hello. Sean, how are you? Yeah, I'm well, thank you. We've introduced you first, which is weird. And Fabian. Buonasera ragazzi. Fabian is here, as always. No one says that phrase better. In podcast land, <laughs> no one says it better. Um, you want to briefly run us through your holiday, Timbo? I say that with great trepidation. Briefly, oh, you know, we went to Colac. Mm-hmm. Colac, <laughs> well, Colac, I think is the, the right way to say it. But it's um, mainland Thailand, but very close to Phuket. So, eighty k drive. Why from... is it called Phuket? Be honest. How would you pronounce it if it was anywhere else? In... Well, it doesn't matter how you pronounce it. It's how the locals pronounce it. It's another language. It's a different word. It's been angloed. It's like night. Knight. Knight. Anyway, but so yeah, was, good holiday. So you went um, to fuck it, and then what? Uh, yep, great, great trip, great family holiday in a resort with a, a water slide. Singlets. A uh, couple of singlets. Yes. Bing tang. Nah. No. no. Did I wear them or did I buy them? Both. No, I didn't buy any. It was you don't need expensive. any more singlets. It actually felt like there's been a consultant, a travel consultant, gone to Cowlack and said, rather than selling everything for how much it is quadruple the price and don't budge because it, it was there was like parity in cost between something that you would buy they're going to lose their edge that way timber that's oh, going to hit the economy hard well, that's what i reckon having said that they only need to sell a quarter of the shit they were selling and they're breaking even very true sean so i mean maybe it's sound business in the end um we're going to start with shout outs and i've yep. got a very special shout out we put this on uh, the twitter we i even went so far i've made an executive decision I put this on the Twitter myself. I think when it comes to Twitter, most decisions of yours are executive. So. <laughs> it's a dictatorship. Um, did anyone watch Battle at Big Rock? You I did. Put aside yes. eight minutes of your time? I did. Has this got anything to do with Jurassic Park? Jurassic World. So let me guess. Battle we have a Big pre-production Rock. meeting. That we're going to keep it at tight 45. Really running. Allowed <laughs> we're going to run Jurassic World. And you're going to bring up Jurassic, Jurassic World. Jurassic World is as much a part of this podcast's DNA. Absolutely. As... I like what you did there. Spot on, <laughs> as the mosquito was, and uh, you know what was what did they use? Uh, frog DNA in uh, to patch up the missing code in the original. Right, Dino DNA as the Mister DNA <laughs> Mister DNA. <laughs> yeah. So did you, know, you watched it? You didn't watch it. You wouldn't have fucking watched it. No, I watched it. It was fine. I enjoyed it for yeah. what it was. So basically, it picks up the story after Jurassic World Two. Haven't seen it. Otherwise known as Jurassic Park Five. And it sets oh, it... When I do that with the Star Wars franchises, he doesn't like it. What? When I say Star no, Wars... No, because you, you be like deliberately obtuse. And you're like, the second one. I'm like, Attack of the Clones. You go, no. It's chronology. It's chron- chronological story. I anyway, only do it now because it, it irritates. It works. Mm. And, um, and who, who knew that Star Wars was doing Tarantino before Tarantino did? Just play the story out of sequence and well, that's exactly stick it right. all back together. Quentin Tarantino. Everyone thinks Quentin rips off like, you know, Far East cinema no one's ever heard of or seen. No, no, no. He just picks from the classics. Yeah. Modern American cinema. Battle of Big Rock takes place a year after Rashik World 2 where the animals escape the compound. And um, it's basically like humanity's positioned as humanity's first interaction with dinosaurs in the wild. I've got a few problems with that. It's been a year. I get it that they're in the wilderness. They're in the woods. Like, I understand that. But the second, the film ended with a, a velociraptor sitting atop a literal suburbia. It would have eaten someone within the hour. Correct. 
But we apparently we haven't seen many of them. They, they're probably. Is I this a real movie? It's a short film. It's an eight minute short eight, film. Eight minute movie. And I thought I thought the best part of it though. I was couldn't even sit through that when they did the um, yeah you'd fall asleep at the four minute mark. Yeah. Wake up six minutes. What happened? What I miss? And I still was, form an informed opinion. You try to at least. Um, I thought the best bit was when they did all the like mock viral videos of humans encountering dinosaurs at the end. At the end, like the home videos, people Fantastic. recording on a on like an iPhone of like a. I don't know if it's a triceratops, but a big lumbering thing walks across a, a highway and knocks a guy off the highway. A pterodactyl steals. They throw birds in the oh, air. They throw birds in the like air. Doves in the air at a wedding. Like and a pterodactyl swoops in and gets them. <laughs> but yeah, so it's obviously setting up what comes next. And I, for one, I feel like I'm a bit of a minority. Like I got a sweet spot for Jurassic World series, Jurassic Park series. I, for one, like where it's going, and I'm looking forward to it. I haven't liked where they've taken it too, but now that they're there, they've been creative. Genie's out of the bottle, Timber. Yeah. They can't go back. They what, what are we talking other. about next? John Wick? No, no, we're waiting for John Wick Chapter 4. John Wick Chapter 3 was a pretty darn good movie. You haven't seen any of them. No. Your, your shout-out, Timbo? Um, look, I'm not very original here. Okay. We lost a um, one of the greats of the AFL game um, from a playing perspective this last week in Luke Hodge. I think Luke Hodge has divided, divided opinion um, at times over the last few years, sort of, you know, pushing the line a little bit too hard from a physicality perspective. Some people thought he was a bit dirty at times when he got a bit old and grouchy and all that sort of stuff. But he's wily. Yeah. Crafty veteran, Timbo. <laughs> uh, but, look, at the end of the day, his contribution to the game, the way that he played it, um, I, I think he's he's going to be remembered as one, Absolutely. Of the, one of the absolute greats. and. Um, and it's it, it'll be a sad thing to no longer see Luke Hodge playing AFL football because he I, gave plenty. I just always hated those the debate, you know the oh yeah the Judd. I hate all the debates. You know this as we said, they're still talking about Judd versus Kennedy in the mm. trade. I mean, it's boring. Do you know yeah, what I you said? You both you're allowed to have a successful trade. That's both the best ways. trade ever. But yeah, well everyone still says it's Sean Denham and um, John <laughs> Barnes. <laughs> they always carry on about that one. That Sean that was, Denham and John Barnes. What was that trade? was a direct swap between Geelong and Essendon. That's, oh, so when yeah, Barnes but, went but, from yeah. Essendon to Geelong and Denham went from Geelong to Geelong Essendon. Geelong won that comfortably. Well, I would say so. I mean, Denham at least was a you know, premiership player. He was an arsehole, Tim. Oh, no doubt he was what an have arsehole. You got to Arseholes are people's too. <laughs> what have you got to weigh in? You got Luke Hodge? No, no, Yeah, no, no. Full props to Luke Hodge. No, my shout-out was... To Rory and Belinda Sloan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a nice um, story. This wasn't time it? last year, they received the devastating news of obviously she had a, a pretty late miscarriage, I think it was. So, yeah, um, stillborn child, yeah. So, um, yeah, baby Sonny has arrived. Um, Sonny Leo. Oh, Sonny. Right. Well, no, no, just the point being that Leo, Leo was, was the, the name uh, that they gave to. Oh, that I didn't know, but yeah, it's just, just so, a good, it's good yeah. news, you know. Well, this time last year, that, you know, how sad and devastating it was that. New life, so all good. Absolutely. Um, we won't tread over it. Today's been obviously a very emotional day. It was Spud's Spud for all his funeral, and there was an ill-fated record mm, last week. We yeah. we did it. We did it. We did a pod. Yeah, we did it. A little we bit just couldn't a, extract it off the. Uh, we did a bit of a tribute to Spud, obviously, when we we did our record last Wednesday. Yeah. Uh, and unfortunately, had a, a few gremlins getting it off the recorder, but. Uh, but just saying, given all the tributes that have come since, that mm. you know, we're not going to tread over that, you know, other than to say, you know. Valet to the. I think the point we made, you know, which has been echoed, um, yeah. and we were sort of we were repeating a little bit, but from our point of view, I think, um, you know, credit to Spud for he was very much a, a product of a of a bygone era, and I mean that in the best way. 
you know, football became or football media became very serious all of a sudden in the early 2000s. And you could see he was very much a product of league teams and wild world of sports. And uh, it was refreshing that there was someone, along with that Triple M team as well, there was someone who um, was lighthearted, fun, jovial, and, and a real point of difference in a media landscape that, like I said, had, had gotten awfully um, awfully stiff yeah. you know, very quickly. So, um, and, and the irony that his joviality mm. uh, was um, juxtaposed with the mental health issues that well, he had throughout the, his life you know, the, as well. the case a lot of the time, which is mm. which is terribly tragic. And I, I know, Fabian, obviously you would have listened to the yeah. simulcast. So that, okay, I'll give a shout-out to that because you know, we mentioned this last week. No one heard it. Well, you and I did, Sean. But, yeah, um, yeah. Well, we heard it when we live. The simulcast, we uh, Triple M, SEN, did the two-hour special of The Rub. And I think uh, Kelly even said to me, she goes, you know, you, you're going to love it. It's going to be great, and I was like, I was so looking forward to it, but I, I, I knew there was going to be a point where I'd break down. Was there a bit of closure as well? Like, um, not, not as in, like, I don't mean that flippantly. What, but as what in- got me because I think everyone handles everything differently, but it opened up with Gaz saying that he felt like shit on the following day on the Tuesday. So and he was in the car. JB rang him, and they had a half hour conversation, just telling stories about Spud. And Gaz said, and obviously Gaz has been fighting his his own demons with mental health. And he said, I instantly felt better. Yeah. And weirdly on that Monday, last Monday, I felt I felt very affected by I think a lot of people news. just felt sick in the guts about it. Mm, like I, I was surprised about how affected I was. And then listening to that Saturday, it, it was it was just a bit of, you know, just reminiscing about all the, all the fun. Because I was an avid Triple M Saturday, Rub Friday, Rub listener. And yeah, shed a tear. And pissed myself laughing. Mm. And it was, um, it had everything. And I had you in the back of my head too. Every time JB did a JB, I think. Well, we said this last week. I'm, I fully respect, and I actually admire their Triple M and the Rub and, and Triple M to this day, their point of difference in the market. And I get it why, what they've done. It's not my cup of tea, yeah. but, oh, JB. <laughs> there was a lot of, and every time they do it, I'd laugh and then think of Sean. But yeah, no, it was great. So shout out to. Spud, may you rest in peace, and shout out to the Triple M SEN yes. crews who Excellent. got together and provided us what they did on Saturday. Changing lanes a little bit before we go, I want to give a very special shout out. I've been doing a bit of work out in Ravenhall uh, this past couple of weeks, making that sweet, sweet cash. And um, I went out for uh, lunch on uh, Monday, you know, as you do at lunchtime, get in the car, drive past. Obviously, the um, that, is it in Iran? The, the petrol play, oil field was uh, drone bombed. And everyone's saying, you know, petrol's going to skyrocket. So I thought, oh, I could, you know, I'm on about a quarter. I'll, I'll fill up because, you know, it's cheap at the moment. And it's, it's Wednesday, bound to you don't hit Thursday, school oh, holiday's about to start. Exactly right. I thought, look, I can I can fill up. So I went in, uh, VP, or whatever they call it, BP Ultimate, the 98, because i gotta, I got to feed my baby the best. Yeah. Um, I think it was running at like 141. And I thought, perfect. Absolutely perfect. Let's fill it up. I fill did VPAR at 159, so you got a very good deal. Well, this is on 150 Monday. early in the week. This is know, Monday. Yeah. So anyway, fill up, you know, go in, blah, blah, come out. Come back out onto uh, uh, what is Ballarat Road, effectively, along stripper shops and all sorts of different bits and pieces. There's a guy behind me in a Nissan gesticulating wildly. And I'm like, you see him in the rear view, and he's like motioning wildly, and he comes, he's driving real close to me. Wasn't angry at me personally, just that someone was in his way. And, and I'm going, what is he doing? So I pull up to the slip lane, red light to rejoin the highway, single lane, pull up. He drives around me, clips me, and then drives off into Caroline Springs. Just disappears. 
Clips you. Clips me. And I'm sitting there going, there was a moment of hesitation where he, I think he's gone, oh, fuck, I've hit him. Damage isn't bad. Like I've, the rear, rear right sort of wheel guard yeah. is a bit scuffed. So I'll get it fixed. Is it plastic? It's part of the body work. So I don't, yeah. Okay. Hopefully yeah. they'll just be able to buff it. Yeah. But anyway. He Have you seen the Spashman Maniscalco skit? Where his Maybe. wife goes, it just needs a bit of a bit of a buffing with a bit of Carnuba wax. <laughs> he goes out and he goes, the whole side of the car's been spoiled. <laughs> it's not that bad. Okay. Sebastian Maniscalco, very funny. So anyway, this guy drives off in towards Caroline Springs, and I'm thinking, part of me was like, I got the horsepower, I could chase this cunt down. He's only, he's only in like a Nissan Maxima or something. I'm like, I could fucking get him. I got an RS. So anyway, but on BP Ultimate, on BP fresh full tank, and I'm thinking. <laughs> It's a red light. I'm a bit shocked. He pisses off. And I'm thinking, what do I do here? Shit. What's going on? Went to the Caroline Springs Police Station, which was a short drive down the road. Told the guy what's happening. He got in contact with the man. The man claims he didn't know he hit me and that he oh. ran a red light. So you got his number and all that so sort of stuff. So we got his detail. I had his license plate. Yeah. And we got his details and whatnot. So you'll uh, be getting a call from the insurance shortly. Sweet. So, At least you got you got more assistance with that from the Caroline Springs Police Department than what I got from mate, the... Mate, it's the Wild West out there. This is... Fucking, from the Northcote Police Department mate. when I was assaulted by... <laughs> oh, Jesus. A local. He, when you had all your drugs, your wanted, bag of drugs. He, he wanted your bag of drugs. When I, when I was punched in the face and I <laughs> pushed into a post box. Post box. Actually, I, pushed, I, I threw my own head into the post box. The guy used the post box as a foreign object. I did feel I did feel like um, memories. One of the things, the perspective that I did have very quickly, though, I went into the police station and the lady before me, I'm sitting there going, you know, she's telling this really like this story about how this she's got an AVO against some guy and the oh, guys, yeah, you know, say no more. And I'm thinking, I'm like, no, no, seriously. She's like, she's being very polite. And I said, I was like, no, man, a dude just like scuffed my car. It's not that bad. Just take care of what you need to take care of because this guy's harassing you. Go, I'll get my guy. Don't you worry. Justice is coming for you. I'll have my day. But, yeah. but take care of that first. It's going to put it in perspective. So Absolutely. Annoying. There's a little bit of damage, a little bit of paint it's damage. amazing how you survived the ring road. Mate, the ring road. I've set it on, on pod. Caroline Mate, Springs Road. I've set it on pod. It's the Wild West. It's fucking Fury Road on the ring road. <laughs> I Dead was on Citylink today and I was in the middle of the five lanes. It's like that. You know and it I was literally, there was like a flying V of yeah. semi-trailers uh-huh. in front of me. Mate, you know what it is? It's dead set. The unofficial autobahn of Australia. Well, when's that outer ring road coming in? I think it's sort of done, isn't it? What? The M6, whatever they're calling it. Yeah, whatever. Oh, it no, I'm talking about the works. They finished the works. No, on the, the E6, ring road. I think it's called. Yeah. Now they're going to build a, a, another ring road just for trucks. Oh, what so- wider? So you get all the trucks off the ring road. So cars use the, the ring road, and trucks use the uh, uh, essentially a freight only. Mate, the trucks, car- the trucks out there, it's hairy. Yeah. Like, it's unbelievable the amount of shit they're doing out there. Yep. And you're sitting there going, where are the police? Tight 45. No, do you know what, you know what the police <laughs> are? Tight 45. They're, they're hiding in little nooks and crevices yes. to catch Fab doing four kilometres yeah. over on Plenty Road <laughs> at 11.30 at night, 70 kilometre an hour zone. Fab does 74. Oh, this, this, this fucking warrants him pulling over and giving him a loss of a demerit point. Put you in the clink. Four billion dollar fine. We'll let this guy. We'll let these. Meanwhile, trucks three o'clock in the morning, someone drives past my house doing three hundred and twenty k's an hour. <laughs> it's probably the police. <laughs> we'll let these. Oh, seriously. Trying to get the bloke that scuffed Sean's yeah, car. They've caught him. The Timbo. Don't you? Don't you worry about it. The ground is shrinking beneath his feet. Cool. He will. He will be in prison before the week is out, and that's where he belongs. Uh, we're going to move on now to uh, a little bit of AFL.